guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. There have been a bunch of different things going around in my mind for the last few days. But this morning, what I was really convicted to make this week's episode about was about something that the Lord recently did in my life. And shocker, it all comes back to trusting in Him. So I just really want to share that in this week's episode. So welcome to a life update with a lesson in trust. (laughs) But before we get to that, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuus Maria ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. Sometimes we say things to Jesus or say things to Mary. Or if we are addressing a different saint that we're asking to pray for us for a particular reason. It's easy for us to make a promise and not follow through. Or it's easy to hear something from the Lord when we're on a mountaintop having this religious high of sorts, where we're in a state of consolation and we just feel that. We feel very consoled, comforted, loved, close to God, etc. But then there are times when after the Lord tells us to do something and we move forward and then we fall. Like Peter, who was walking on the water to Jesus, no problem. And then when we start looking at the waves instead, we sink. And that's been happening in my life a lot recently. And I just want to share. I hope it helps and I hope it resonates with at least one of you out there. So if you have been with this ministry for a while, you'll know how Joy and Hope kind of came about. But if you're new, welcome. I started this ministry in February of 2020 simply because I felt like the Lord asked me to do it. There's a lot that goes into that. I don't remember which episode, but one of my episodes I've done before is called The Rise of Joy and Hope, and I talk a lot about that. So I'm not going to get into the whole story. Just know that I did it because I felt like God wanted me to, and I also wanted to. I choose, I chose to do this. It has been an amazing year and a half almost 
so much fruit has been born. If you are a patron on Patreon, I send out an, a monthly newsletter to all of you sharing all the good that God is doing with this ministry. And it is so good and it is so powerful to sit down intentionally and to pray through those things and to write them out every month. But despite all the ways that the Lord has provided for me during this time, this time in which I very much believed that he was asking me to do this full time and to trust him with the funding and the financial end of it. A couple months ago, I was moving. As you can see, <laughs> I have a new background now. I have a new apartment. I really appreciate people who have reached out and told me they like the new background. Thank you so much. That's really sweet of you to take the time to say that. But when I was getting ready to move, I knew that where I was moving was going to be more expensive. I also knew that around that time, I was going to be pretty much through with my savings, which next to monthly patrons on Patreon, one-time donations, speaking events, this is how I've been able to live for the last year, able to have money for necessary things because earth. <laughs> so when I was, when I was getting ready to move, I got afraid. I started looking at all the waves and wondering, Lord, how is this going to happen? Yeah. I know that for the last year you've time and time again, swooped in with a crazy amazing donation at the last minute that covered my rent for last summer or you allowed these landlords to be so gracious as to let me live for free for a month if I would leave my furniture behind what and then boom you provided me new furniture with a beloved family member like guys I can't even tell you time and time again like God has provided he is making it clear to me that he is blessing this ministry. But I forgot. Almost a year to the day, I realize now. The end of February this year, I got afraid and I started looking for part-time work. And what happened? For the last several months, I have become depressed. I have become restless. I've just been really unhappy. And about two weeks ago, I was very blessed that God broke into that darkness through a new friend who, when I was sharing my story and what's been going on in my life, because she asked, because she's sweet, I just start crying. And she looks at me, conviction of Christ in her eyes, and she says, Morgan, you're not trusting in the Lord. And you could tell she felt bad about saying it. And I was like, don't, because I needed to hear that. I needed God to break through and tell me that. Because there are two, two ways in which we can be corrected. 
there's this guilt-provoking correction that's anxiety-producing. I should have done this. I should have done that. It's self-absorbing. It focuses on the past. That's from the devil. We're not about that over here. The conviction of Christ is entirely different. It presents itself as a challenge in your heart. And it's not this feeling of helplessness, but this feeling of I'm heard, I'm seen, I'm known, I'm loved. And this Lord is what I should be doing. And your heart moves in that direction. That is exactly how it felt that day, two weeks ago. And I was like, you're right. Because... I know I've talked about this devotional before, but I love it. It's the word among us. This month, it was literally labeled the call to surrender. And I've known for weeks that that's what the Lord has been asking me to do. But I was like, but how, God? I've said it out loud. I've prayed it over myself. I've written it out in a journal. Like, I've gone to adoration. I've looked at you in the eye in the blessed sacrament in the Eucharist. Lord, I've told you I surrender. Like, but I have this feeling that there's more that you want me to give or do. Like, what is it? And I realized that day for me right now in my life, it was I needed to let go of part-time work. That I need to fully allow the Lord to live through me, to bring light to the dark through this ministry. And I don't always know what that looks like, guys. It looks like weekly YouTube content and a podcast. But above that, it's really just this receiving of the Holy Spirit and being like, Lord, what are we doing today? Do you want me to make an Instagram reel? Do you want me to make a blog post? Do you just want me to spend more time being healed by you in the silence and in prayer? It's really just being a missionary and it's beautiful, but it is so hard not to compare myself to other people, especially to people who get a paycheck every month. And it's this quote unquote, reliable, dependent source of income, whatever you want to call it, however it is to you, like, it's so tempting for me to be like, God, I want that. Or to say even, God, I need that. Kind of like Peter. Again, I bet (laughs) when he was walking on the water to Jesus that there were a lot of things that he needed. (laughs) He needed God to provide for him. He could not do that by himself. I can't do joy and hope by myself. So what has God done? He's provided me patrons. He's provided me donations. God willing, if he puts it on your heart one day, like if he sends you to provide for me in this ministry, amen and hallelujah, because we're bringing lights of the dark. And that's awesome. It's so awesome, but it's not easy. In today's gospel reading, today in the Catholic Church, We celebrated the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And the gospel reading comes from Mark chapter 4, when the disciples are in the boat and there is a storm that comes up. And Jesus calms it. 
but only after rebuking their lack of faith. And I know that there have been a lot of interpretations for this reading before, but today I just want to share with you all what I got out of it. Because if you're not Catholic, or even if you are, maybe you don't always understand. We have multiple readings every Mass, and they always go together. We read some from the Old Testament. We read a psalm. We read something from the New Testament that's not a gospel, and then we finish with the gospel. That's what a Sunday Mass layout is. And so today was awesome because the first reading came from Job chapter 38. The psalm came from Psalm 107. Um, The second reading was 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and then the gospel reading from Mark. And the part from Job, I literally circled it. It was perfect. The Lord, it's when the Lord is going off on Job after Job has kind of rebuked God, like the disciples in the boat, and God just goes off about, where were you when I created the world? Who are you to tell me what to do? But this line, he starts talking about the sea. He goes, where were you? Like, who are you to talk to me? I'm the one who shut within doors the sea when it burst forth from the womb. And then he even says, Here shall your proud waves be stilled. And I circled proud waves because I was like, oh my gosh, Lord. That's what the waves are. That's what the waves and all these stories and all these passages symbolize. The storm is my pride, my proud waves. It's my self-reliance. It's how I'm not trusting fully in you. Here, this morning, this mass, This video, this podcast, this is where your proud waves are to be stilled. In the name of Jesus, I claim that as the truth. Psalm 107. They who sailed the sea in ships, trading on the deep waters, they saw the works of the Lord, his wonders in the abyss. The apostles saw his wonders being worked. He calmed the sea. That's what this psalm goes on to say. Their hearts melted away in their plight. The disciples were freaking out. They're like, Lord, why aren't you doing anything? They cry out to the Lord in their distress. From their straits, he rescued them. He hushed the storms to a gentle breeze. The billows of the sea were stilled. The waves that were crashing around my mind and my heart were stilled two weeks ago when that friend convicted me that I wasn't trusting in the Lord. He brought them to their desired haven. Another friend in the same instance of sharing told me, Morgan, the Lord's preparing you for a mountaintop experience. That literally happened for me last week. I got, I was very blessed. I got to be a part of the summit in Kansas City for hundreds of young people. Yes. The event was literally called the summit. If that's not a mountaintop experience for you, I don't know what is. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Like, the Lord knew I was struggling. He knew I needed a breakthrough, and he brought it forth for me. What does he want to do for you? 2 Corinthians 5, whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. What waves are rocking your boat right now and wrecking your life? Where are you letting pride creep in and keep you down? 
What are you bound by? What do you need to surrender to the Lord? At Mass, during the Gospel reading, there was one line that really stuck out to me that doesn't seem to go with the passage at all, but I underlined it because it just felt like the Lord was speaking to my heart through that scripture. And it was the phrase, leaving the crowd. They took Jesus with them in the boat just as he was. They left the crowd. All they wanted was the Lord. Just as he was, they weren't trying to make him into something. I was about to say bigger or better. There's nothing better than the Lord, but how true is it that sometimes we want him to be something else? Like, okay, God, you call me to do this ministry, but I want it to look like this other ministry. Or I want it to be bigger. I want more followers. I want more fanfare. I want whatever. So how often in our lives do we do that with the Lord? Lord, come with me into my boat, but first change your shoes. Lord, come into my boat with me, but first do this for me or do that. They left the crowd. They didn't care what everybody else was doing. All they wanted was the Lord just as he was. I invite you to take a few minutes after this episode that you're watching or that you're listening to to take some time to just pray, Lord, what do you want of me? Not the world, not my friends, not my family, not my parents, not my siblings, not my stepdad, not my cousin, not my priest, not my parish, not my church family, my Bible study, not anyone else. Lord, what do you want of me? All for your greater glory, O oh God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys. And may he give you the grace to surrender today. See you back here soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.